Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the podcast where a real statistics professor gives you sports betting tips. I'm professor Sides, you can follow me on Twitter at Professor Sides. Today is Wednesday, April 13th, 2022, and this episode covers all of today's Major League Baseball games. In case you're new here, I built a mathematical model for win probability, and I analyzed weather data in order to come up with some picks on totals. I'll make a pick on every game that's played Monday through Saturday. That doesn't mean that I recommend you do the same. I'm just giving you information as to what I like the most, where my head is for each matchup. As I go through the plays, remember that there are no locks in gambling, so it'll give you our loves, likes, and leans to help you decide which picks you might want to play and how I recommend scaling your wagers. With that in mind, please understand that good and bad variants will occur, so as much as I'd like to say will be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. Yesterday, we finally took our first losing day. It was obviously only a matter of time. Unfortunately, we weren't going to go a winning day for 200 or so straight days through the playoffs. We're going to look to get that winning streak going back again today. And before we get to that, a reminder, please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. If you aren't yet, consider subscribing or following. It's the only way to ensure that you don't miss any of the college basketball, MLB, or college football content this channel provides. Share with a friend if you know others in the game. Drop a comment on Twitter or YouTube. We love those. I try to respond to as many as we can. And a quick PSA if you can't hear it in my voice. I have been suffering from some allergies. So if, if the audio goes out, it's probably because my voice just went out. So I'll try to make sure I do the best I can here. Uh, but my throat is a little bit uh, not 100%. Uh, we're going to power through into the best we can a uh, lot of afternoon games today for your wednesday first one here we're going to talk about 12 20 eastern first pitch nationals at the braves josiah gray versus max freed the model thinks that the braves should be a minus 226 favorite here which is quite a win probability for them this early in the season I don't really trust Josiah Gray. I mentioned that the first time he pitched. Um, the model doesn't either. And, and, and I don't trust him kind of independent of what the model input is, just watching him. I think, of course, he's got a lot of potential. I just don't think he's there yet. He went four innings, he put four runs the first start, hit around pretty good. I think the Braves are going to hit him around pretty good as well. Right now, the number I'm seeing on the Braves is about minus 195, which is just a steep price to lay. And I kind of mentioned this earlier. I tweeted about it. In general, my rule of thumb for these big favorites is just lay the odds if the total is low and or you think it's going to be a low-scoring game because it's a higher probability that you have a one-run game. There's also the concept of avoiding run-line favorites with home teams. In general, I don't buy into that too much just because that is priced in. So we are getting the right value there because the, the books know that as well. Um, the total thing is just kind of a personal preference. This one, the total is nine, and I don't see how the Braves don't score a ton. They scored a ton last night. I think they've still got more runs in them, especially against a mediocre pitcher here on the mound. And so I'm actually not going to lay the odds with the Braves. I'm going to lay the run line. It's Braves minus one and a half, minus 110. And that's an A pick for me. I really like the pitching matchup. I think it favors the Braves. I think there's a lot to like here. I don't play a lot of run lines. This is my first official run line play of the season. But when it's right, I think it's right. In this case, I'm giving it an A grade, even though they're home. I like the odds at minus 110. If it gets out to minus 120, minus 125, it's still a play I probably make, but I don't nearly as much there because, again, independent of what happens in one game, we want to make sure that the odds are in line with the true probabilities because in a long season like baseball, if we're missing out 5, 10, 15 cents uh, on picks you know, every day, that's going to add up in the long run, and that could shift us from a winning season to a losing season, and we don't, we don't want to see that. The other thing I want to mention here, with, is with regards to Moneyline parlays, and I don't want to talk too long about this, but the Braves should win this game. 
the model really likes them. I just want to caution people. If you are a money line parlay type person, I'm not going to say that all money line parlays are bad, but the reason why people tend to be down on them is because a lot of betters, and if this is you, that's fine. Just something to consider. What they'll do is they'll, they'll take four or five money line parlays and they'll put one of the same teams in all of them. And that's not necessarily horrible in that if the Braves win this game, that works out great for you. The problem is we end up over leveraging ourselves in one game. And so that's just my caution for you. It's an early game. I recommend don't get too carried away with this and don't throw the Braves into every single parlay you've got because if you are a parlay player, and again, that's fine, my encouragement to you is try to make sure that you're leveraged on all the games in the ways that you want them. We don't want to put a ton of our bankroll on this game and none of our, you know, very, very little of our bankroll on other games we like just because the odds are different, right? We don't want to um, overcommit to one game because the Braves could lose this game. I still think they lose this game about 30% of the time. And so I want to make sure that we're kind of proportioning our money uh, appropriately. So just something to keep in mind here on these when we get some of these big favorites. Uh, there are a few here early in the season, but as the season goes on and we realize who's really good, who's really bad, and, and who's giving up, we'll have, we'll have a whole lot more of them going forward. Also, an early start here, 12.35 Eastern first pitch. Cleveland at Cincinnati. Uh, Tristan McKenzie and Nick Lodolo here. Uh, the model thinks that the Reds should be a minus 111 favorite, just about right where the number is for the Guardians. So I'll give a C pick on the Guardians at plus 110. I have no idea what's going to happen in this game, so it's just a lean, just a C pick on the Guardians. Uh, I think this is a toss-up game. I also think it's a game that either isn't going to get played or it's going to be an all-day affair. And so that's just something to keep an eye on here. The weather looks really nasty, rain throughout the day. And so game may not happen. And if it does, I have to assume it'll be, it won't start on time. I have to assume it'll start maybe late afternoon, depending on what the weather does. Um, I don't really have a good feel on the total based off where the number is or the side. So just a C pick on the Guardians. I think there's other games to be invested in that also will probably not get rained out. So my personal take is let's avoid that game. Same time, first pitch, Cubs at the Pirates. Kyle Hendricks versus Zach Thompson. The Cubs are a slight favorite in this one, and the model thinks the Cubs should be a minus 114 favorite. No edge on the side for me. Instead, I'm going under eight and a half at minus 115 with an A play. These two teams really struggled to score yesterday. They've kind of struggled to score all year. I've talked about this with both teams earlier. I don't think either offense is very good. And both these pitchers, I think, are okay. Hendricks has been up and down over the last several years, but he's been more consistent than not. There is a little bit of the home road split with him, which is the only real fear in my head. But for the most part, I think that's a little overblown. I don't see why he can't go into Pittsburgh and have a good outing, especially against this Pirates offense. Zach Thompson, I like a lot. I talked about him previously. His uh, first attempt to start got rained out. I just don't see this game getting up into the 9-10 range. So A play for me under 8.5 at minus 115 odds. There might be a, a, a rain shower in this one, but nothing too concerning. The wind is blowing towards third base, so it's not going to help the hitters at all. The temperature is nice and warm, especially for an April Pittsburgh day, but this is about the good pitchers and the lack of offense that both teams have. This is not Wrigley, you know, when 20 miles an hour at the center field type day. So I think both teams struggled to score yesterday. I think they're going to struggle again today. So under eight and a half, a play for me on that one. 105 Eastern first pitch Mets at the Phillies. A great pitching matchup here. Max Scherzer versus Aaron Nola. 
The model thinks the Mets should be a slight minus 105 favorite. So again, no play on the side for me because that's pretty close to where the line actually sits as of the time of this recording. Instead, I'm again going to go under. I'm going to go under 8.5, also minus 115. Only a B play for me. I really do like the pitching matchup here. Only reason it's a B play, the wind is blowing out to right center at about 10 miles an hour for the entirety of this game. And the temperatures are nice and pleasant. They're upper 70s. That's not really going to help the bats out, but it's not going to hurt them either, as opposed to many of these uh, April games where we see temperatures in the 50s and 60s. So the conditions aren't right for an under. The other thing to note is that Scherzer, as great as he is, sometimes seems to... I remember Pedro Martinez back in the day doing this, just kind of doing the, I'm going to throw it over the plate and let you hit it because I'm going to save my pitch count. And, he, and he's great at that, but occasionally it leads to a home run or two. We see it. Justin Verlander does that as well. Uh, and then Nola looks fantastic for several innings in a row. And then all of a sudden we'll just decide to give up three runs out of nowhere. And, and, and obviously I'm open with as an underplay that doesn't happen, but either one of these pitchers as great as they are can just occasionally give up a run or two out of nowhere, despite looking like they're just cruising. And so if that happens with the wind blowing out, you know, a warning track fly ball is definitely getting over the fence. Um, it, it's a pick I like, not a pick I love. And so that's why it's a B pick for me. So I think under is the way to look, but I don't love it as much as some of the other ones. I think that there's going to be a lot of under money on this one come in with the names of the pitchers. And I don't think that's wrong at this number, but if the number moves any, if it drops down to eight, um, it's a tougher sell, especially if there is any juice on that under. So that's where I am now. That's what I want you to get in earlier, I think, because I want to get that eight and a half in case the game does land at eight. I want us to get the win there. So be pick under eight and a half for me on Mets Phillies. Red Sox Tigers also one Eastern game. Nathan Evaldi and Eduardo Rodriguez. The model thinks the Red Sox should be a slight favorite, but just as I did in the first two games, I'm going to take the Tigers plus 113 with a B pick. It worked the first day. It didn't work the second day. And so we're going to try to get the rubber match here. I think in all three of these games, the Tigers have been undervalued. Uh, the Tigers hung in there yesterday, played well, just couldn't get it done. Um, I think that both these pitchers are pretty solid. Uh, nothing really to speak of uh, with regards to the weather, other than the fact that it also might not happen because of a lot of rain in the area. So just something to keep an eye on there with this game. Uh, might get delayed. Might not happen. It's hard to know. The benefit being an afternoon game is that they have all day to get it in if they think there's going to be a window. So that helps its probability of being played, but there might be some weather shenanigans. Otherwise, I just like the plus odds with the Tigers. I think there's value there. Plus 113 is my play B pick on the Tigers. Same time slot here, Dodgers at the Twins. We finally have another nice wind blowing out at Minnesota as opposed to what we saw last night. You got an easy first five under yesterday there. That was a lot of fun. Uh, the rain held off somehow until uh, about the 7th or 8th inning. It looked like it was coming more closer to the 5th. Gave me a little scare there that we were going to get rained out in the 5th, and that would have cost us. Uh, wind blowing strong, 17 miles an hour, out to center field, but the temperatures are still in the 40s. Uh, I'm going to stay away from the total just because of the fact that that's kind of conflicting information there, right? Colder is going to hurt the bats, but if someone does it a, a even a routine fly ball, that wind blowing out is going to really help it carry for either a double or a home run. Instead, I'm going to take uh, the Twins at plus 152 as a B pick. The model thinks the Dodgers should only be minus 134. Kershaw, obviously a solid pitcher. I think just a little overvalued in this spot. The reason I really like this pick, though, 
is Chris Paddock. Uh, it's kind of come out. There's some rumblings at the Padres from, from some other executives that the Padres maybe just don't know how to manage their starters or, or the pitchers in general. We've kind of seen that with some of their injuries, uh, the way they handled Lamette, for example. And, and if the Padres, if that's true, uh, there's, there's, there were, there were. I guess what I'll say is there were a lot of teams wanting Paddock when the the Padres made him available, thinking that they could take what he does well and turn him into a great pitcher just by changing up his pitch pitch usage. The Twins, I think, are going to be able to take advantage of that. I'm expecting good things from Paddock, and I'm looking to back him a lot early in the season and or play unders until the number catches up to him. So I think there's a lot of value here. I still think the Dodgers are the better team. That offense is incredible. And so playing against the Dodgers is never fun, but they still will lose at minimum, you know, 50 games this year, probably 60. And so with that said, I think there's times to go against them. And at this number, I think that's the smart play. Twins plus 152 B pick for me. I like the Twins. I think they got a chance to win this, and I think we got value at this number. 115 Eastern first pitch, Royals at Cardinals. Another game that might not happen because of the weather. Also has a good chance of a either delayed start or a delay in the action, depending on exactly how fast those storms come through. If it does get played, the wind is blowing out to left field at 14 miles an hour. So a strong outwind there. I like these two pitchers, though, so I'm staying away from the total. I like the pitchers. I don't like the wind, so instead I'll play a side here. The model thinks the Cardinals should be minus 151. So I'm going to give you a B pick on the Cardinals at minus 147. I think that Wainwright is, we talked about him on that first episode, just defies father time, continues to look fantastic. Grinky for the Royals. As an Astros fan, I've seen a lot of Grinky over the last couple of years. He's just not the same pitcher he was. I don't see him going deep really ever, and that gives an extra boost to the Cardinals in this one. If we could get the same, if Grinky could go hard, uh, you know, three times to the lineup, I think that would be a little bit of a different story. But for the most part with him, you know, he's he's really working on deception and he doesn't have that velocity he used to have. Pretty good through the lineup the first time, maybe the second, but he can't go a third time through. So if the Cardinals get anything off of him, that's going to limit Grinky to a four or five inning start to the bullpen. So I think the Cardinals are the side you want to be on here. I like it at this minus 147 number. I like it as long as it stays under minus 150. Is it start, if it starts creeping up, that's a tougher ask. So hopefully that one stays in a good range for you to get in on the Cardinals. Again, assuming that game gets in lots of weather across the country today. 340 Eastern first pitch, Astros at the Diamondbacks. We had an easy under nine yesterday. And I'm going back to the well, under nine again, a play. Odds are minus 110 right now. I just flabbergasted. I don't know how long it's going to take for people to realize, yes, the Diamondbacks were an over team last year. You bring in a new pitching coach who really knows what he's doing. Uh, the, a couple of the bats are injured. A couple of the bats were traded away. The Diamondbacks are just a hard under team at this point, especially against a solid pitcher. Uh, Kelly for the Diamondbacks, pretty solid. Fromber for the Astros, pretty solid. Uh, the model thinks the Astros should be a minus 149 favorite, which is about where they are. So the side doesn't really offer any value either way. I still just, I love this under. I think this should be eight. Again, seven and a half wouldn't be crazy. I don't think they would ever shade it that low uh, in a dome. I don't, I don't see that happening, but eight seems to be where this number should be. It doesn't make any sense. I'm going to keep riding these unders when we're seeing the Diamondbacks with one of their better pitchers against the better pitcher. There's just a lot to like here. I'm hoping we can get to another easy under winner there. 
And then around that same time again, 345 Eastern first pitch, just like last night, Padres Giants going at the same time. Um, we'll call this an easy under loss yesterday. Uh, you Darvish just forgot how to do the baseball yesterday, and that was bad. Uh, just getting crushed. I'm going to trust that that does not happen today to Sean Mania. I like both of these pitchers a lot. Logan Webb for the Giants. Uh, the, the model thinks the Giants should be minus 124. I just think under is the right play here. Under 7.5. The odds I don't like are minus 117 right now. But I'm going to give an A play yesterday. I know that we lost on this under, and it was over, I think, literally in the second inning. And it was over figuratively in the first inning when you have an under 7.5, and, and one of the starters gives up 6. Darvish struggled at the end of last year, though, so I didn't really know what to make of him going forward. He had a good first start. Um obviously against a weaker offense in the Diamondbacks. But I, I, I don't see that happening with Manaya. Manaya is a much better pitcher and one that I think is going to be able to capitalize on the pitcher's environment that San Francisco offers. Obviously, Logan Webb, fantastic as well. I think others, the way you want to look, it's a low number at seven and a half, but it's an A pick for me there. I think a four to three or five to two type game is reasonably as high as I expected. Again, that doesn't mean you know anything can happen. Uh, I no matter what you would have said about Darvish yesterday, I would have never expected him to give up a six spot in the first inning. So anything can happen, but reasonably a five three or a six three type game with these two pitchers in that park, I just it's hard to see happening. So I really like this under. It's the right matchup with regards to the pitchers and the park. Weather-wise, no rain in the forecast there. A wind blowing out, but way less than the last two nights, only about 10 miles an hour. And again, as we talked about in that park, the winds kind of swirl around. Who really knows exactly what that means? The wind is definitely minimized in that park. So it's the one, again, the one park that the wind, if it's blown out, I don't really I think it has much effect. Temperature around 50 degrees all day. So nice and chilly still, even though it is in the middle of the day and it will be sunny. It just won't be warm. And so, again, another edge to the pitchers there. So I like that under 7.5. A play for me, and hopefully we don't get burned on the first inning like we did last night. Takes us to our night game, 640 Eastern first pitch, Athletics at the Rays. And again, I'm going back to the well here with the A's. B pick for me at plus 159. The model thinks that the spread, that the, the money line should be 155. So we're getting more value on Oakland. I love backing Frankie Montas here. McClanahan for Tampa is obviously a good pitcher, so under is another angle that you could look. I'm just going to take value with the dog where we can get it, and in the long run, I'm going to trust that that holds up for us. We got the winner with the A's in the first game. In the second game, they had a lead, blew it, came back, got it to extras, just couldn't pull it out. But you're getting these type of plus odds and going to extra innings. I think it's a solid play. I'll take that every day of the week because we're going to win about half of them. And that at these plus odds, that's going to really help our bankroll. So I like the A's here. B pick for me, plus 159. Also with these two pitchers and that dome, if you wanted, you could look under. Probably not a bad idea. But in general, I just think there's more value backing the dog in that game. 705 Eastern first pitch, Blue Jays at the Yankees. Jose Barrios and Garrett Cole, great pitching matchup here. I'm going to say a lot of the same things here that I said about the uh, Phillies-Nats game. These two pitchers are fantastic, great pitching matchup. Uh, so I'm going under 8.5 at minus 110. Only a B play, though. This is less about these two pitchers just randomly giving up runs because I see that less with these two guys. And more about the fact that the Blue Jays and the Yankees just have a good offense. Now, 
I do like the under here because what I've seen from these two teams in the first two games, they tend to play each other like it's a playoff game, which is fantastic as a fan to watch in April. And so with every all that intensity in every pitch, if that continues through, I, I think I think the game goes under. We had some wind blowing out yesterday, and that didn't help get any offense going whatsoever. Temperatures are about the same. Today, the wind is going to be only about five miles an hour, and it's going to be blowing across the field and maybe slightly in. So that sets up better for an under. These two pitchers set up for an under. Only a B pick just because these offenses can go wild if given the opportunity, so not an A pick for me. But I do think both these pitchers are pitchers you want to go under with, so I'll take the under 8.5 in that one. Brewers and Orioles. Also two pitchers that you might want to think under with in this one, but I'm going to stay away from the total because we've got a double-digit mile on our wind blowing out. The temperature is going to start off at first pitch at 80 degrees, so nice and warm. I do like both pitchers. Corbin Burns and John Means are fantastic, but uh, we saw the runs yesterday. We thankfully got a push on that under nine because the scoring just came to a halt, but the scoring, especially early potentially with the warmer weather, uh, when blowing out a little bit stronger, could get out of hand. So I don't really want to give a total play on this one just because I'm a little concerned about some of the elements. The model thinks the Brewers should be minus 163, which falls squarely in where uh, the money line is right now. But I did take a look at the ground ball fly ball ratios for both these pitchers. Corbin Burns in his career is a 22% fly ball pitcher. The league average is 24%. John Means is 30%. So I think that could be the difference in this game. We've got a wind blowing out. Both these pitchers are great, don't get me wrong. But that gives me a slight lean to the Brewers just because any extra of those fly balls with that wind blowing out get over the fence for home runs, and that gives us a slight edge on the Brewers. So just a lean for me, C-Pick Brewers, minus 172. I hate those odds, but I think it's probably your best investment. I just don't want to be overexposed because the Brewers' bats have really struggled. So it's not a pick I can say with any confidence, and I think there are better investments on the board. Which takes us to our last game of the day, one that, frankly, I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about because I think there's almost no way this game gets played. Mariners at the White Sox. If it does happen, Robbie Ray versus Dallas Keuchel. Uh, the model thinks Mariners minus 103, which is about where the money line is. So if it does happen, I'll give you a lean C-pick under 9 at minus 105. But this weather looks nasty, lots of storms. And as opposed to some of the other games we talked about previously, where we've got all day to get them in this one you won't see that so the other some of those day games i think we're looking more at a they'll either postpone them early let the teams get out of dodge or they'll say we've got windows and we can play it this mariners white Sox game i don't see happening given the weather i don't have an edge anywhere it's hard to give a great edge on the total because a lot of that does depend on the weather and if the weather does what we think it will, the game just won't happen. And if something changes, then I don't know how it's going to change. So I'm not sure if that's going to lead to a more conducive environment for bats or not. And so right now at this point, uh, if, if something changes, we can reevaluate, check Twitter, I'll, I'll post something. But otherwise, I just go under because uh, Robbie Ray's a fantastic pitcher and Keiko every once in a while still seems to have it. And so I'd go under nine there just to lean again, a game I don't think is going to happen. And that's all I've got for you today. Just a quick recap of the A plays. I've got a couple of unders in the late afternoon slot with the Astros and Diamondbacks under nine, under in the Padres and Giants under seven and a half. And then in the early slot, 
I've got under eight and a half in Cubs Pirates as an A pick, and then Braves minus one and a half as an A pick. Lots of other good B picks out there for you as well. Hope you caught those. That's all I've got for you. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Picks with a Professor. Reminder, check out the Google Sheet for model projections and results. You can find that link at the website, www.pickswiththeprofessor.com. If you haven't done so yet, click that subscribe button to ensure all the sports betting content we provide on this channel is dropped right into your feed. I will see you tomorrow. Cousin Jared will be back with me. And remember, you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money.